Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two minutes. That was Sauce Gardner coming in hot. Garrett Wilson, here he goes. Goodbye and hello, Enzo. And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess, Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. No practice today as the Jets get ready for their second preseason game of 2022 against the Atlanta Falcons. So instead, we will answer some of your mailbag questions with our friend who's the co-founder over at U Stadium, Mr. Nick Spano. And we'll begin with AJ Tranzano, who asks, I know this is doom and gloom. And I know that they got him more weapons and a better offensive line. But after watching all the mistakes last year and seeing how bad that interception was on the first drive against the Eagles, is it wrong that I'm getting Sam Darnold vibes from Zach Wilson? Please help convince me that I shouldn't be. I don't think that Zach Wilson is another Sam Darnold. But until he goes on the field and proves it after last year when he had a lot of shaky moments... The jury is still out. That's the reality. I think it's a little early to be panicking this much, but I understand the feeling, especially since every single time people get optimistic that a quarterback could be the guy. We saw that at certain points people thought that about Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith, Sam Darnold. You could go back with a couple of other quarterbacks as well, even Browning Nagel week number one against the Atlanta Falcons if you really want to go back into the early 90s. 
every time that happens, the rug gets pulled out from underneath. So until Wilson goes on the field and consistently performs at a high level, I understand why you're feeling that way. I would just say try to do your best to relax. I mean, the the the, the play and the, and the decision and the throw was terrible. And it looked like early season last year and what we saw from Darnold. So I get it. I'm not going to tell you not to be worried and there's no chance that he isn't the next Sam Darnold or the next kind of let down at quarterback at all because I'm not convinced about him yet. But um, I'm just going to I'm going to try and be patient and just give him some time when he gets back onto the field and also not freak out if that happens the first game he's back as well. You know, we'll try and sit back and at least get a few games under our belt until we can kind of make a decision about him. But the good thing is he's going to be on the field and he's going to be on the field, knock on wood, for the majority of the season so that by the end of this year, we're going to be able to say, okay, this guy has shown enough that we feel good about him in the future and he's our guy. Or, yeah, maybe we do have the next Sam Darnold on our hands and we can, instead of waiting another year or two, you know, we can start to make uh, you know plans to whether it's a veteran or through the draft again in a, in a year or two, um, just at least know what we have here. Um, at least it's not going to be a lost season for him, and we're going to have to kick the can down the road another year to wait for that decision. Next question comes in from Mike Derevjanic. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. He says, with the D-line seemingly as deep as it's been in years, who do you think gets traded or waived? Zuniga seems like the obvious target for a trade if possible. Also, do you think Rankins is at risk of being released? I do think there's a possibility that Rankins could be released only because of the amount of money he's making. And as you said, there's a log jam at the position. So it definitely is possible if there are other guys that caught the coaching staff's eye that because of the money, Rankins could be the odd man out. But I also think that because Joe Douglas has found a way to get draft picks for guys like Chris Herndon and Blake Cashman, he might be able to get something for Rankins if he decides not to stick with him. And I would say the same thing about a guy like Jabari Zuniga. Listen, Jabari Zuniga has been nothing but a disappointment since being drafted in 2020, but he also has done very well in training camp. He played well against the Eagles. It's possible that somebody who's looking for a young edge rusher with a little bit of upside says, okay, I'll throw a fifth or sixth round pick at you for Jabari Zuniga. It's not out of the realm of possibility, as I said, Blake Cashman went for a draft pick, so anything can happen here. And with Zuniga, that's a guy who could find himself being the odd man out. I think they'll keep Solomon Thomas just because he's familiar with the system, seems to be comfortable there. But he's potentially somebody that could be an odd man out if the circumstances wind up that way. And then also, the other guy to watch here, I think, besides Vinny Curry, who's an obvious one, is Bryce Huff. I know the coaching staff likes him, and he's been solid, but logjam's a logjam. And if they get an offer that's decent for him, they might move him because... Even though he's a solid rotational pass rusher, I don't think he's going to be anything more than that. So if you trade him, it's not like they're going to feel like they're trading away the next great edge rusher in the NFL. So Nick, really what I'm saying is there are a lot of guys here with this log jam that could be susceptible to a trade or release, even Sheldon Rankins, who's a very established player. Yeah, definitely. And, and you bring up a good point with, with the Bryce Huff thing. I think he's a guy who they're, they're probably not going to cut but I know that there are teams around the league who have had some interest in him in the, in the past and they weren't ready to give up on him yet. Um, but this year, obviously, with the additions of Jacob Martin, who they really like, Jermaine Johnson, um, obviously drafting him and Clemens and getting Carl Lawson back, 
there's not much of a role for Bryce Huff, and you saw him playing into I think the third week, uh, third quarter of the preseason. So they're showcasing him a bit. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he is somebody who gets dealt. I don't think Zuniga would have much, you know, in the way of value. Um, maybe like a pick swap in like you know twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four seventh rounder for something, you know, the sixth rounder in the, in the lines of that. Rankins is interesting because again, he, you just haven't seen or heard much of him, and it seems like they really like Solomon Thomas. Um, but again, after after Quinn and, and Thomas, it's like you know, do you really love Marshall Shepard? Um, there's not there's not much there, so I I would think he sticks on the team just because of that, and they've already paid most of his guaranteed money. Um, another position, you know, again, Ashton Davis is a guy who could you know be a I guess a surprise cut if you want to call him that. And then there's like the Tevin Coleman's, Denzel Mims, um, you know, I'm trying to think if I'm forgetting anybody else, but, you know, guys along that way who might not, you know, might just be out of favor with the staff or just not, you know, has, has been beaten out by somebody they signed or drafted. So, um, you know, if the decision comes down to keeping a guy with some promise like a Zonovan Knight or keeping a guy in Tevin Coleman that knows the system, has history with, uh, you know, the floor, obviously, and you like to keep a veteran in that running back room. That'll be something to watch. Um, Coleman's been out, but I know he brings some value uh, in the return game as well, and, and the staff likes him. So there's some interesting positions to watch. I think a guy like Bryce Huff is somebody who has, um, you know, some some value in a trade. Not too much, but, you know, fifth fifth round swap or a sixth round pick. I like Bam Knight a lot. I think if mm-hmm. he doesn't stick on the active roster, they're going to try and sneak him onto the practice squad. The question Definitely. will be whether somebody puts in a claim for him, which they very well could, especially a team that needs a kick returner. We know that he was one of the best kick returners in the country when he was at NC State. Next question comes in from Michael Backus. He says, fantasy football question, Brees Hall or Michael Carter in a PPR league? Got to be Brees Hall. I just think he's going to get a lot more touches. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I know Carter gives you that, like you said, the PPR, but Brees Hall is also a good, you know, catcher out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know you saw Carter as like the starter, and he he got more of the early carries. I wouldn't buy much into that. It's just the fact that they they love him, and and you know he's the incumbent, I guess you could say. And Hall's still the rookie, but week one when when week one rolls around, I think Brees Hall is going to be the guy who gets you know the majority of the carries, and um, Carter is kind of used in different situations maybe they used them both out of the backfield at the same time um but i would lean towards uh hall for sure i'm not the biggest fantasy guy but i just think hall is going to get more of the reps i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you will hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Michael Orgelic. He says, if Flacco has a great game or two, should the Jets roll with him when Zach Wilson is healthy? Seems like this is a make-or-break year for Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. If the pressure's on, they may want to stick with the hot hand. I would be surprised if Flacco is starting past the point where Zach Wilson is ready to play, unless... He plays unbelievably well, and the Jets are 2-0 and or 3-0. and If Flacco looks like one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league or something, he's throwing for 300 yards every week, the Jet offense is just killing it, then maybe Flacco would stay in the lineup just because it's impossible to take a guy out when he's doing that well. But short of that, I can't see any other scenario where Zach Wilson isn't playing as soon as he's ready to go. I know this is a, a hot hot button topic on social media. I would just not worry about that. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> Joe Flacco isn't good anymore. You know, he's not he's not Joe Flacco of ten years ago. Um, this team has barely has team hasn't won a game in September in like five years. So I wouldn't worry about them going three and zero. This season is really about Zach Wilson and making sure that he's the guy going forward. And the second he's healthy enough and and mentally he trusts his knee and it's stable enough he's going to be playing so worry about week one try and you know scrape out a win if you have to run the ball 40 times and you know have Flacco just kind of play within the offense whatever try and win a game but the Jets and winning in September haven't been um, you know too friendly to each other so let's just focus on one win next question comes in from CC716 he says Both Zach Wilson and the offense look bad against the Philadelphia Eagles. Everybody says don't overreact, but if they look like that in week one or two, what will you say then? Well, first of all, I'm not entirely sure that Zach Wilson is going to play in the first two games, so that might not be an issue. But as far as the offense, look, they've got a lot of young players that are first learning to play together. There's going to be a period of adjustment. There's going to be a period of them trying to gel. And I'm not going to get carried away freaking out after a game or two. It's just the reality of the situation. Now, if they're midway into the season and they look terrible and they're not putting any points on the board and none of these guys are getting the job done, then I think it's time to really start asking some questions. But after a game or two, I'm not going to flip out. Yeah, no, not at all. You know, you're not going to see Zach in the preseason. You're not going to see Zach probably the first two weeks of the year. So, again, you have to... um, you know, the, the, the one positive, again, in trying to find positives in the, in the Zach injury and, and having Flacco start is by the time Zach is ready to come back, the, the rust, if you will, like might be off of some of the, 
veteran offensive linemen. They might be playing better as a unit together. Um, they might be gelling, you know, more of a cohesive unit where week one, there still might be some ugly sloppiness, which you're going to see around football as a whole, but also on a team, you know, with four new starting positions. So, um, and then also you might have the receiving situation play itself out where maybe Garrett Wilson is, his reps are up there more playing over Corey Davis, which we all hope um, you might see the tight end situation work itself out. Bright Brees Hall might be, um, you know, getting his you know his feet under him and, and, you know, seeing more carries by that point. And Zach, you put Zach in and he's playing with a better kind of cohesive unit, whereas week one, it might be ugly versus a really good team. So that might be a positive spin you can put on it. Um, in, in terms of Zach, if, if he's out there and he's throwing, you know, those interceptions like we saw in the preseason, one, two, three weeks into the year, um, then it's probably going to get kind of scary around here. But um, let's, let's worry about that if it happens and let's just get him healthy, obviously in the, on the field, um, trusting that knee, the stability of it. And let's just have him run the offense uh, better than what we saw the last half of the year, because at least he was more careful with the ball, but we don't want him to be too careful to the point where he's only throwing three, four yard passes and the offense is just like, you know, he's 11 for 20 for 95 yards, but Hey, he didn't throw an interception. So it's okay. Um, you know, we want better than that, but we don't want to see any of those like boneheaded throws. So let's just, uh, again, be a little bit patient. I know it's tough. We've been patient for over a decade, but, um, it's a new team. You kind of can't, can't blame them for the past team and regime's mistake. So let's, let's see what we have. Next question comes in from M Harper 83. He says, not sure if you guys saw the line, but right now it's Ravens minus seven. Do you think the jets can cover and win right now? It's a lot harder to get a feel for what this team's going to be throughout the season, but week one, crazy things happen. They're going to be at home. I wouldn't necessarily be rushing to bet on it, but I don't think it's the craziest (laughs) thing in the world. Yeah, I I actually, and, and this doesn't mean I think, Wilson uh, Flacco is better than Wilson or Flacco should be starting because I don't I don't think he should be starting it's it's about Zach but I think the Jets chances to win week one improves with Joe Flacco um, than it than it when it was with Zach so I don't know what the line was prior to the Zach news Um, I think seven is a lot because I think that Ravens team is they start a little slow Um, they lost to the Raiders last year in uh in vegas and you know they have a lot of guys who were injured last year and either won't play or will be limited or at least you know on a pitch count um so i think i don't think you're gonna see the same ravens team week one as you would if we ran into them like week 10 um so i don't think they're gonna be at full full force either so i think seven is a little hot is seven is what you said scott seven is what the line is Mm mm-hmm I think it's a little high, honestly. If I if I had to bet the game, but I never, I've never once bet the Jets or against them. Never will, never have. If I had to, I would probably take the Jets with the points. Um, I would say it's probably a four. It should be like a four and a half, five point spread. Next question comes in from Earth to Adam. He says, "What's going on, boys? I've got tickets for Week Three against the Bengals. Should I sell them or no?" Well, it depends. First of all, how much are you getting for the tickets? Second of all, what else could you be doing that day? And third of all, how much do you want to watch Joe Flacco? No, I'm just kidding. 
If you're a Jets fan, why sell them now? Unless you've got some prior commitment that you can't get out of, you might as well go to the game and have some fun. You don't know who's going to be starting a quarterback, but it's early in the season. You still have hope. There's a lot of young players that you're going to want to watch, even if the team doesn't win the first two games. Unless somebody offers you a lot of money or you've got somewhere else to be that day, why sell the tickets? Yeah, just go. I mean, look, they're going to be better. They're going to be more competitive. They're they're zero and zero. They're tied in first place. <laughs> By the time they come back around at home, week three, they <laughs> they might not be. So um, go. You get to uh, you know you get to be excited. You have a fresh. It's a fresh new season. There's nothing like week one opening day. I know having Flacco out there takes a little bit of the uh, the excitement off or the shine off of it a bit. But um, I, I just just go if you have them already. There's no point. I mean, I don't think it's not like it's a hot ticket where you're going to double your money or you know, make a ton of money um, on the sale. If that was the case, then I would say, yeah, screw MetLife. It's an awful game day experience anyway, and stay home instead. Um, but yeah, I would just go. Week one, the weather's usually nice. Hopefully it's not too hot. Um, and again, it's a it's a fresh new outlook. You have a lot of optimism around a um, definitely a more talented team. So yeah, just go and go and have some fun. Robert Hurdle asks, with the Becton and Wilson injuries, it's become even more apparent that something's going on in New York, not just with the Jets, but also (laughs) the Giants, Mets, and Yankees. Is there something in the water or what? Honestly, this is just bad luck. I don't know what to tell you. I know that the training staff has come under fire, but... When it comes to Makai Becton, the guy got his foot caught in the turf. I'm not really sure what you're supposed to do about that. And with Zach Wilson, it was a non-contact injury that could happen at any time to anybody. So we could sit here and we could dissect the training staff and the variety of different injuries. But ultimately, what it comes down to a lot of times is these are contact sports. Guys get unlucky. They get hurt. That's the reality of the situation. Exactly. It's it's 100% bad luck. That's what it is. It's it's. You know, you can you can blame the coaching staff, the the training staff for uh, maybe the outcome of the Becton situation because there were clips of him limping, and you know he put the knee brace on a week prior to the the injury. Um, you can maybe second guess and say, well, if you saw him limping and you saw this and that, why was he out there? But Becton's a conundrum, man. Like it's impossible to to figure out that guy's situation. It was it was. Let's be honest. It was it was doomed from the start this year. I don't think anybody and the team 100 percent didn't expect him to play all 17 games. They just didn't. They knew at some point something was going to happen with this guy. Um, unfortunately for him, you know, it sucks to see it happen. We've harped on this for a long time. Um, it happened before he can get out onto the field. But it is if you can, if you want to take the glass half full situation. Fortunately for the team, this happened with five weeks until week one, and they were able to go get a multiple pro bowl, you know, tackle and, and slide in and hopefully won't miss a beat. The Wilson thing is a freak injury. Um, I would say they, and again, I hate doing this cause there's still another two, what the week or two of training camp. And, you know, I don't want to put any more like bad juju on the jets, but I think they've done a pretty good job of limiting any kind of like lingering soft tissue injuries or, you know, some camp stuff that goes on. I think pretty much they've had a, a healthy camp outside of the two, Again, bad luck situations with with Becton and Wilson. Nick, one last thing I wanted to ask you about because I thought this was interesting. I put this up on Twitter. There were two questions I asked. I said, if you had $1,000 to bet on these two things, which players would you pick? The first question is, a player that makes the Pro Bowl for the Jets in 2022, not as a replacement, 
as a legitimate Pro Bowl starter in 2022 and the second question was who is going to score the Jets first touchdown of the season so if you were to ask me which Jet is most likely to go to the Pro Bowl after the 2022 season you could go with a couple of different players but my ultimate inclination is to lean on the guys that were just there so Braxton Berrios and Lakin Tomlinson who are the two guys that were Pro Bowlers in 2021 I also think there's definitely a possibility that Quinn Williams, if he stays healthy, goes to the Pro Bowl. And I would say the same for Elijah Moore. But even though 2021 doesn't necessarily guarantee 2022, I think the odds are stronger for the two guys that went there last year. So Tomlinson or Berrios would be my pick. And as Mm -hmm. far as who's going to score the Jets' first touchdown... You're going to take all of the good answers. (laughs) You're not leaving me any. Listen, Nick, I answer first, and it's my show. So what do you want from me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say it's either going to be Corey Davis, Tyler Conklin, or Brees Hall. But the Mm -hmm. question, of course, is which person would you pick? So I'm going to say Corey Davis because it seems like Flacco and Davis have a pretty strong chemistry that they've built now. In fact, the other day at training camp... It was Flacco connecting with Davis for two touchdowns. If it was Wilson, I might say Conklin because we'd heard a lot about the Wilson to Conklin connection. But I'm going to say that it'll be Corey Davis. It could, of course, also be Brees Hall or Michael Carter. But I'm going to keep this fun and say that the first touchdown will come through the air. Okay, so I'm going to answer it not like a politician like you. So I'm going to give an actual (laughs) one answer. Um, I'm going to say Braxton Berrios makes it again. And I know that's boring. So in the non-boring answer is Elijah Vera Tucker. I think he's a pro bowler this year. First, tu- did I miss something? First touchdown now, right? I think it's going to be Brees Hall. I'm going to go on outside and say it's a uh, Braxton Berrios kick return. That's going to wrap up the mailbag. Thanks so much to Nick Spano, co-founder of U Stadium, for joining me to answer these questions. Make sure that you download the U Stadium app if you haven't done so already and participate in the takes function. If you DM Nick over on Twitter at U Stadium, he will give you points to get you started. It's a great deal because you can only win money. You can't lose money. Nothing better than that because there's zero risk for you. So make sure that you DM Nick over at U Stadium and get going on the takes function. Check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some great All-22 breakdowns, including every single member of the New York Jets' 2022 rookie class. It's youtube.com slash play like a jet. So watch our videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt. The Zach Says Go Long shirt. The Zach the Ripper shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt. Caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's tee And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york Jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.